Welcome to Guest of the Year. I'm the host. My name's Mike. This week, we're playing a team format. Here's how the game works. I play a song for a team of three comprised of former Guest of the Year contestants. After the song concludes, they will discuss and ultimately submit a single guess of the live track's year. However many years off they are is their team score for that round. If they nail the year exactly, they get zero points. If they're one year off, they get one point, and so on. After five songs, however many years off they were in total is their team's score for the game. On the next episode, I'll play the same five live tracks for another team of three. Whichever team has the lower score wins a prize pack of Guess the Year shirts. Unlike the main tournament, where the winner stays on, these are one-off matches. We'll meet the Deadheads in a moment, but first, without further ado, the Grateful Dead. Okay, we'll start with Cooper, who uh, was champ of episode eight, appeared in episodes eight and nine. Cooper, what was your kind of inclination there? So it, it like threw me through a loop. In the beginning, I was thinking earlier 70s, and then I was like trying to dig into the drums, and then I was liking how it was like Bob and Donna kept messing the verses up. I thought that was funny. I feel like I was hearing like 1976, like like the drums were a little out of whack, like just readjusting to a new drummer. Um, that was a hard one. That, that, that was my guess. Gemma was on episode nine. She is 42 from Nottingham, Nottingham, England. Gemma, did you also think it was around that time? Uh, I don't think I heard double drums, so I'm not sure that I can go with that. I can agree with that. So only because of that, um, I think it has to be, um, oh shoot. I, I agree that it sounds like a, li a little later, but 
just because I didn't hear it, I kind of got to go uh, like a 74. It doesn't sound like that early though. I think you're, I think you might be right. So I'm struggling. I'm struggling. Obviously Donna's there, all the stuff. So it's definitely around that period, but I'm not sure. I'm about 74. Um, Michael is 49 from Hinton, West Virginia. He was in episode seven back with us. Thanks, Michael. Um, what do you think? That was tough. It really was. Um, <laughs> I couldn't really hear the double drums. I was kind of thinking a little earlier too. I, my first thought was 74 is what I was thinking too. Is then it, it's a little discombobulated where they, Bobby and uh, Donna do stumble a little bit. I was 74, 75 is as close as I could put my guess. Coop, so you thought you heard double drums. That's what it sounded like, but then it's like, and people have agreed on this before, like with Billy, it's like, he's like an octopus drummer, you know, it's just like, he can do so much at once. And then I thought that I was hearing the sort of metallic Travis Bean, like Jerry's guitar, but now I'm really not sure. This, this, this is a great way to start. I, that was a mind blender. So it seems like you guys are bef- between 74 and 76. Gemma, what, what do you think? Well, we have we have two guesses around that 74, 75. We could be totally wrong. Um, but that's kind of there's two votes kind of around that era. I'll um, go with that. If we go if we're going with the single drummer. It is, it is dodgy. The single it's drummer good. theory. The single drummer <laughs> theory. Indeed. Yeah, I like it. All right. How do we agree? Oh my lord. Well, Gemma, it seems like you're firmly 74. Seems like Cooper is malleable, but was leaning 76. Michael, what are you thinking? 74 was my first gut. I can totally hear that. I can, yeah. I think we should go for that. I don't know. Okay. 74 it is. Uh oh. (laughs) It's intense, right? This format. So it was Deal at Community War Memorial Auditorium in Rochester, New York on September 27th, 1976. Oh! Oh. Oh. Die! Sorry, Cooper. That that might have been the hardest one that that I've ever heard on here. That was like, man. My heart broke. I knew it! Cooper, look at you. Man, you did it. Oh, man. So, Cooper, what did you That's hear okay. and what did you think you didn't hear and then you, you realized you did hear? Well, it's like it's like leading the witness kind of, right? Like I – once you guys were saying 74, I was like, well, shit, now I, I can totally hear what, how that would be 74. But I really heard more than one thing going on with the drums. And then <sighs> uh, 76 wouldn't be a year that I would listen to a lot typically, not out of any like having anything against it. Like sounds great, but you can tell they're adjusting. Like sonically, you can tell they're adjusting. So that's what I heard. That sounded sort of – transitional it didn't sound like a confident deal if that makes sense it's a great breakdown um and cooper what have you been uh what have you been up to since last time we spoke when we last heard from you you were attending yukon and you had a like a grateful dead club at yukon what have you been up to these past few months yeah so i mean not a whole lot has changed um i graduate from college next month which is kind of crazy um i got to play a gig doing all like dead covers um at the uh, student farm at yukon which is super fun I got a, a friend who um, she actually plays clarinet in a jam band. So we had like clarinet, keys, drums, and guitar, bass, obviously. So that was super fun. And that was like my first 
exposure to like playing Grateful Dead music with like a bunch of other individuals. So it was an elevated experience for me. I was super nervous, but it was so fun. That's awesome. Did you guys play? I did she play? Yeah. Ask the world on the clarinet. Oh, see, <laughs> I that was a song. No, no. That, I mean, I I love eyes, but this was my first time playing out in front of anybody, so I was playing it safe. So we did we did Scarlet Scarlet Fire. I'm trying to think now. I can't remember. We did a little bit of JGB because we did uh, after midnight. I wanted to do bird song, but I, it was it was playing for a party, so we were trying to like pick like more upbeat stuff. So it was like you know I'm not gonna bust out Warfrat. Even eyes might be a little. I mean, it's it's jazzy, but like we were trying to go like you know more like love light, like that kind of um, upbeat stuff. Like I would say, eyes and bird song are the two songs I've been digging into most, like playing on bass because I just endless exploration. And that was your first gig ever, you said? Yeah, yeah. I had I had only ever played like in my backyard with other people. That was the first time. Like, um, oh, we did that's what it was we did China Cat and we did I Know You Rider. That was the highlight because you know that jam in of between. Course. Yeah, we got we got people dancing who like I mean there there might have been four or five deadheads there of the you know 60 70 people that probably came through over the course of the night. So, we got the people dancing regardless of the uh what people think of the dead. So, there you go. Brilliant, Goop. Nice work. Congratulations. That's really cool. Thanks, man. Well, you guys have two points after one song. Again, we don't know who um we don't know the other team score yet. So, uh, you just try to get as low as possible. Okay, let's hear uh, song number two. estimated profit there Gemma what do you think later Bobby's more mature keys were throwing me a little bit I wanted more keys at the end I was like all right if you give me the keys I might have it no female vocal so we're obviously past a certain place I don't know so the 80s are a black void for me (laughs) in my in my personal kind of listening experience so so because of that, I don't know. So these guys will have to take the lead on this. 
because they're going to know more than me. You did a good job ruling out like 18 years there. So that's uh, a good start. Oh, um, thank you. <laughs> that's uh, the contribution. Yeah, it's that's a team game. That's the idea. And of course, after Cooper's uh, amazing uh, number one attempt, I'm just going to trust whatever he says. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I wouldn't do that if I were you. <laughs> um well yeah uh, michael did you have a sense it was definitely later on I, I was listening to the keys and i don't think it was brent bobby sounded strong and mature and is i'm the early 90s um 92 is kind of what i was toying around with my mind because i don't think that's brent but i think i'm gonna go with 92 just because bobby sounded so so good all right all right cooper what are you thinking i think that that's 1983 and i know that's nine years younger than what you guys are saying but <laughs> i have been listening trying to listen to that year more lately and like i, I, I i'm trying to remember what it's called brent keyboard yamaha gs1 synth that i'm gonna say it that is 1983 yeah i know that that's like how could you trust me? We're we're ten years off from each other right now, but I'm gonna go eighty three, eighty four. I'm like ninety percent confident on that. Uh, I've been wrong before. Gemma, what are you thinking? I'm thinking he sounds pretty confident, and I, I'm thinking he nailed the first one where we completely just 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 ignored everything that he said. So I don't know. I just went later because uh, because I was unsure. I was listening for Brent, didn't hear that, but that doesn't mean that it wasn't him. So. Or, or yeah, what I mean, do it. Go with Cooper. I'll go with I'll 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 go with Cooper. Or uh, Michael has something to say, then we can negotiate. Let's go. <laughs> I've been listening to Sirius all the time and not like checking the screen. And I'm yeah. about 50, 50 So right, right. I'm willing to go with Coop because you you sounded very confident and you named his keyboard exactly. So I'm going to. I'm easy. Yeah, me too. I just thought I had like that, that early '80s crunch. But uh, Michael, you're definitely right about like Bobby sounding super, like confident, and mature. That's what got me. Yeah. That's what took yeah. me into the '90s because it didn't sound like. I guess I don't know. But I'll go with '83 because you sound extremely confident in that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh God, inshallah. Like, hopefully, I'll go with that too. But Cooper, if you're wrong, then you know we might not be listening. <laughs> <laughs> I have to do some more discussion next time. That's Just because you're so confident, man. It's like, yes. Well, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't want to. So let's do over, it. Let's uh... do it. I think we should. Okay. Yeah. Let's, we'll let's, back let's... All right. Let's get it over with. It was estimated profit at the Greek Theater in Berkeley, California on May 13th, 1983. Wow. Oh, Cooper. <laughs> I, I am just, I awesome. don't know. I'm a. I love Brent so much that like, I don't know. And like, that's like my, you know, my dad's era of dead. So I listen to a lot of like mid eighties whenever I'm with him. If you listen to 81, 82, 83, 84, it's all, it's like, he's changing whatever his tone is each year. So um, people get tripped up with 82 as well. Cause he had like a, like a sort of a, a electric grand piano sound, which is similar to what Keith had in the late seventies. So hearing that in past episodes, I'm like, somebody's got to put that information out there. It's, it's part of the canon now. Thank you, Cooper. You're nice welcome. work. Thanks. Gemma, we haven't seen you in a 
good few months. Uh, after your episode, I got like four emails about how much everyone loved your story about going to Red Rocks and um, being radicalized by uh, Further, I believe it was. How have you been? What have you been listening to? Um, seeing any shows back to Red Rocks at all? How have you been? Yeah, I've been really good. Thank you for asking. Uh, just lots of life uh, waves, you know, surfing those things. But all been really good. Um, I appreciate it. Um, so I've been listening to a lot of Railroaders because they're my band. Ooh. And um, just went to see them this past December, I think it was, in Fort Collins. They did a double night um, at Washington's in Fort Collins. It was amazing. It was fantastic. Um, they're coming back to Red Rocks this July 4th, supporting Blues Traveler. Then I'm going back to Red Rocks for Don't Judge Me. I'm from the 90s. I'm going for Tori Amos is playing Red Rocks. So I'm going to go see her play. Oh, nice. Really good. Um, uh, I love that. I'm a big, I'm a drummer guy. This, I mean, we may have discussed this last time. My husband's a drummer. Um, and the guy, the guys who play with Tori in, in the band and who've recorded with her over the years are amazing drummers. So just the musicality is really cool. So I'm looking forward to seeing that show on July 17th. So those are my Red Rocks upcoming shows. Uh, listening to an awful lot of Railroad, I've got to say. And uh, somebody turned me on to a band, I hope I get this right, called Nickel Creek. They're a bluegrass band out here, uh, Colorado way. And um, they have some like new grass sound, but not in the bad way. And uh, and they're pretty good. So Nickel Creek is another band that I'm starting to listen to more. Also, Elephant Revival just played here in Denver not too long ago, and that was a great show as well. Why uh, why wear Railroad? Why are they like your band right now? Because <sighs> they make my heart sing. They're <laughs> they're amazing. Musicianship's amazing. So they're a blue they're kind of a bluegrass Americana folk band. They throw in some funk occasionally which is my favorite to see them live when they open with those funk show, funk numbers they have a drummer though so they're not traditional bluegrass carrie is the drummer he's amazing and they just do a great mix you know um when john denver passed away they had some notations and letters in his estate that they sent off to i don't know the full story but they sent them off to particular songwriters were like okay do you think you can make a song out of this and Railroad have a couple of John Denver in, uh, inspired um, numbers. They're his lyrics and they put them to music. So, so cool. I, I really like that connection as well. Um, they're kind of the, the love ballads. They're a little slower. They're really beautiful. Uh, and I really recommend that you listen to the John Denver Letters by Railroad Earth. Check it out. Love it. Always exploring. Very cool. Thank you, mate. So you guys still have two points after two songs which is a good place to be. I'm going to play the third song. Morning came around. Sit out running 
devil is a friend of mine I get home before daylight Just might get some sleep tonight Baby, loan me 20 bills Spent the night in Utah In a cave up in the hills Sit out running but I take my time Friend of the devil is a friend of mine I get home before daylight Just might get some sleep Okay, friend of the devil, Michael. What'd you hear there? What are you thinking? I was all over the place there. <laughs> I thought I heard Donna. Then I'm not sure if I heard her in the harmony. Then I was back to yeah, that's her. I think I heard Donna. I really do. Seventy five. Cooper, do you think you heard Donna? I was listening earlier today to some 1980 show and I can't remember what the song was. I think it was Candyman. Anyway, I was thinking about how there's that, like there's that period where Brent, when Brent first started, his voice is so high that you can like, it's almost like it's, he's in the same zone as Donna is like sonically. Like, so I remember like listening to dead set and be like, Oh my God, it's a Donna. No, it's not. I think that that is like within the first year of Brent being in the band. That's what I think. Plus the very twinkly keys. That's that's what I think. Because it's like later on in the 80s, his voice is so like rough and like heavy. But that was like, you know, that was some real falsetto action there. I think that that was like very early Brent. Gemma, where do you come in on this? I hate that you asked me last after both of those explanations. Uh, <laughs> it sounded early to me. Jerry sounded like young and um, like Jerry. It was a slow down friend, um, which makes me again think earlier. And then I struggled with Donna too. I was trying to listen out for her. I'm like, that could be her. She's not doing super high. She's just doing like that nice mid-tone. And then after Cooper's brilliant explanation of Brent early <laughs> on, I am effed right now. So Cooper has been right a couple of times now. That's a problem. Um, it's not a problem. It's a great problem to have. Yeah. The only reason I, I want to go early is because of Jerry's uh, tone. Um, 80s, I guess. And again, I don't, so I don't know. What did you say, Cooper? I was like dangling between 1980 and 1979. Brent joined the band in 1979. So it's like kind of like still sounds like the late 70s a little bit. Right, 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 right. Yeah. I, I like that it's early. I don't think it's quite yet 80s. I don't know why. I think there's too much lightness there. Sure, I think it's yeah. got to be in the 70s. So I would go, if I had to acquiesce, it would be a 79. I can agree with 79. I was leaning late 70s, early 80s until I thought I heard Don. Right. So I can, I can mm. easily go with 79 and be happy about that. Yeah. Yeah, I think I that's a good call. All right, 79, no one objects. I object a little bit, but I don't, I, it's fine. <laughs> you can't object, Cooper. <laughs> I just, I don't think that it was Donna 
Donna because if it was Donna, that would mean it was Keith as well. And it would have been more grand piano versus like electric keyboard, in my opinion. Because if you have one, you have and the you other. You know, if you have, you have, yeah, go ahead. No, sorry. So you heard some more like twinklies in the keys. Yes, Is that it? Definitely twinklies. Um, yeah, for sure. This, this might run on a little bit longer then. Okay. <laughs> so you might now have to debate that because I heard that too. So your next guess would have been like eight, 80 or 80? Yeah. Well, it would just would, just would have been 1980. Yeah. I hate this. Would you guys be okay with that or no? <laughs> yeah. I, I'd Michael? be okay with it because I, I, I trust, I trust you more on that deck, on that decade and uh, what you know, what you've yeah. already like shown about the keys stuff. Um, yeah. And the Donna uh, and both of us were faltering on the, was that Donna? Was that not Donna? Hmm. I think Donna might have gone a bit more Donnery if she was, you know, it didn't, it was hard to, it was hard to decide, right? That, that's a, that's a, that's a good that's point. That's a valid point, yeah. <laughs> Donna was a lot of things, but subtle was not one. Yes, right. precisely. Very good point. <laughs> Brent, Brent in the beginning was subtle, so I don't know. He was, he was learning his place in the band. And... All right, are we going 79 or 80? My vote we... goes goes now to 80 just because I, Cooper's Cooper's been so right and uh and I think that was a good talk around you know that was a, that was a good chat yeah okay. I'm good with that 1980 no one objects cool it was friend of the devil in London England on March 20th 1981 oh that was a good. deep cut that was good yeah, yeah, I was just reading about that last night in Dennis McNally's book, their trip to, to Europe in 1981, which you never think about. You only think about Europe 72. So what, what, what keyboard was that where you're hearing, Cooper? Do you know? I believe it was a Fender Rhodes, like electric piano, but it has like settings. So you know how his is very chimey? It sounds like a bell. I think that there's a bell setting. So I think he cranked that. Badass. That's, that's what I think. Awesome. You have uh, three points total after three songs. That's a good place to be. Michael, you were on episode seven, so it's been a sh- really long time since we've chatted. Um, you yeah, told us all about how you're the only deadhead in uh, Hinton, West Virginia, and remain one of the few deadheads in Hinton, West Virginia. But now you were telling me before that you have a daughter and a son, and the daughter's a huge deadhead, and the son hates the Grateful Dead. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> My daughter, we, we got in the car the other day, and um, Franklin's Tower came on, and before a lyric came up. She was like, this is Franklin's Tower, Dad. And I was like, yeah, it is. The proud papa moment there. <laughs> and how old is she? She's 12. Her favorite song is is Casey Jones, which I don't know how to feel about that. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think she knows what cocaine is? Yeah, we've, she's asked, so <laughs> she knows what it is. <laughs> From that song, that song spurred the conversation as, what is cocaine? So I was like, well, let's talk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and your son's not into it not really no he he likes touch of gray and he heard terrapin station which didn't suck is was his words <laughs> so i was like you're right <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> it, it's it's weird having kids i took him to see keller williams a few years ago and he had a good time at a keller williams show i don't know if you listen no, to much I- keller williams but he's fun Who's, uh, who's, I guess I don't know. Who's, uh, who's Keller Williams? He's been around for years. He plays a lot of East Coast festivals. Yeah, Keller Williams. He was like the first looper. 
man. Yeah. He, yeah. yeah. He's like the first guy who, uh, like you say, one man show. He's a creator. He's an artist. He's, he's definitely doing his own thing. But yeah, lots of fun. Definitely checking out Mike Keller Williams. Yeah. Does he loop an electric guitar? He has keys, right? Is his kind of his main gig is keys as far as from where I've seen him live. Yes. By the end of a song, it sounds like you're listening to a six piece band. Hell yeah. He'll yeah. loop his drums, he'll loop acoustic guitar, bass guitar. I saw him at the Lane Grotto Festival in Miami, Florida. I think it was either 01 or 02. And he sat down at a baby grand piano and played the most beautiful Terrapin Station. Oh. I think I've heard post Jerry. That's I got, oh, I got chills on my. Oh, it is, it is one of the most beautiful pieces of music I've ever heard. No yeah, sure. he is. He's so much fun to. I mean, hearing him is, is good, but he is. He's one of these. It's a visual. It, it's all part of the Keller experience. Is watching him make the magic. And early on, he used to play mouth trumpet. Like I haven't heard him do that in like ten years, but that was a big part of his show. And he's just fun. That's awesome. Thank you, Michael. So you guys are. Um... Sitting with three points after three songs. So, yeah, let's play the fourth song. Beautiful one more Saturday night jam. Anyone who has a feeling, just shout it out. It was awesome. Yes, that was hot. That was hot. <laughs> it was really, it was, I, was, I couldn't really think about it because I was just like enjoying the song. It was fantastic. Um, I'm thinking it was early. Oh, I don't know. I didn't hear any woman. I didn't hear any like lady in there though. I think maybe early, like before Donna. 6970 maybe. Are you are you going older? Well, no, he it was very loose. Like Bobby was just like letting it go, you know. Didn't didn't he sound older? Didn't his voice sound deeper? I don't think that song was out in 1970. It was on it it was on Ace in 1972. It was but just no, really I, I, loose and funky and I, I just called an early vibe. Bobby did sound mature in that, but he was pretty confident in front man. 
really early on, I, I, I don't think he was a very confident front man. I guess he had his moments, but I think he was uh, still... I mean, I've seen some live shows where Jerry's obviously... Maybe not coaching him is a bit too strong of a word, but Jerry's definitely on him. Like, oh, yeah, no, yeah. that's mm-hmm. this is wrong. Don't do that kind yeah. of thing. It didn't kind of feel like that. It felt it felt a little later. It was loose though, Mike. But uh, uh, Michael. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Definitely post Donna. So what have you got yeah. to say, Keith? Fill me in. I thought that I heard, um, and this is like always so hard to distinguish i thought i heard two keyboards i thought i heard bruce hornsby on grand piano and then also thought i heard a little bit of synth in the background like like vince they sounded loose but the, you know the playing was tight it was really very like stadium dead so i'm, I'm i want to say 1991 1991 eh yeah i mean that's that's what because especially because bobby's voice sounded to me sounded deeper like later on Talk me um, through the keyboards. I definitely feel like I heard piano. Michael, did you feel like you heard piano or no? Yeah, I'm still leaning early, but I'm I'm listening to you and yeah. coming around to could be Vince and Bruce. But yeah, and that that's like it's just such a such a big difference. So it's really neat that we could have both heard things that remind us of uh, completely different eras. That's right. to the uh, good challenging pick by Mike. Thank you, Cooper. So we've got like a 20-year gap here, uh, which is uh, decisive in, in guest of the year teams. It's kind of like, you know, that's the game almost. Yeah, what are people thinking? I'm willing to lean toward Cooper because, I mean, he showed that you know what you're talking about, man. And you know, returning champ, and you know, I, I thought I heard two also. I just, I don't know. I just had an early feel, but. I thought it sounded like they were playing for a really big audience. Mm. Yeah. I, I'll I'll go I'll go with that. Yeah, I'll, I'll just, go with I, you I, yeah, I I feel like I heard the two keyboards. Like whenever you hear, you hear something with like Keith and Donna, it's very classy sounding. If that makes sense. And this just sounded more like kind of raucous, like party. Yeah, do it. So, what year exactly, Cooper? I I think it's nineteen ninety one. That's what I think. Okay. Yeah. Does anyone object to 91? No. Okay. It was one more Saturday night at the Los Angeles Coliseum on June 1st, 1991. Cooper, you're so good. <laughs> Thank you. Sweet. Sweet. <laughs> All right. That was a banger. Tell you the truth, I don't usually go in for hey, one what? more Saturday night when it's just played like Johnny B. Good kind of. Me neither. Like, no. it's just kind of like a rock song. Totally. I'm like, eh. Some 50s song, yeah. Yeah. They really, uh, they brought it. I've seen Bobby play so many times on Saturday night. It's like almost my go to the bathroom, get a beer song. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's <laughs> really absolutely fair. So, I've heard that song live 30 times. That one more Saturday night that we just heard would be the only acceptable one more Saturday night encore. <laughs> if I get that, if I get a U.S. Blues, I am out of there. Whoa! Really? Oh, that hurts my See, heart. I disagree. Man. <laughs> that's interesting. That's hot. Uh, I'm sorry. I I know. <laughs> I I take a lot of shit from my friends for that one, and I I don't like trucking either. I've come around to it, but like, I'm with you on trucking. Yeah. What? I mean, like you know, they really 
they they slam into it but like you know i talked to somebody and, and you know it's like a deadhead i meet for the first time like if Kraken's one of their favorite songs i'm like dude there's more out there for you there really is yeah mm-hmm. but it's all personal preference so who am i to U.S. Blues, I think, is uh, I kind of used to lump it into that same kind of thing. I mean, but the 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 point of it is great. The lyrics are great. It's kind yeah, of it's kind sure. of a rebel song, you know. It is, so yeah, it is. You got to go with it as well, as well, it, even it though is, it sounds yeah. like rock and roll. And it's whimsical too, which I like. Um, you know, yeah. like there's a lot of verses where Jerry like really throws kind of like ramble on rose he like really hams it up on the on the verses you know mm-hmm. like yeah. he like he's very emphatic so i can appreciate it more but i just feel like with, with an encore slot it's like so sure. i would i would prefer day job i like day job huh i gotta throw that out there uh, Cooper, you're just slinging the takes <laughs> right now i'm just saying keeps our guy all right are we in stress zone again are we doing another one I mean, you guys, yeah, we got we got the fifth and final song here, but you guys are at three points right All now. All right, yeah. So, you know, as long as you don't absolutely just butcher this. Vomit. Yeah, like, <laughs> should be okay. I mean, I don't know, right? I mean, the other team has some good they players They might be amazing. It. I don't know. You guys are you guys are killing it. So um, let's play the fifth and final song. And you guys can work that into your strategy, too, knowing you have three points. Got a few True. points to play with, probably. Team. Let's get together. Let's like all take a breath. I feel like we should take a breath. Do it, Mike. Okay. for a moment when it first opened up and that's why I, I was like oh it's not early but I actually don't think it is I think that's just the way it was recorded um, it's Billy it's early <laughs> so I kind of want to go 66 because Mickey was coming around in right after then right so I'm going to go 66 and I'm 
the shit. Am I going to be confident? I think I'm going to be confident in that. Yeah. What do you think, gentlemen? Michael, go ahead. I was thinking 67 because it sounded big. Like they were playing a a little bit bigger. They maybe just moved out of the ballrooms recently. And Yeah. I hear you on that. I, I hear you. That's, that was my initial thing. I was like, oh, it's loud. Spacious. I can hear that space around them. And Pig was, he was in control of that band right then. That was, he, yeah, I he love was Pig in. when he, you know, the 60s are a hard one to nail down a year, you know, because I, I didn't agree. hear two drums. No. It, but I, I heard Billy just it's clean. giving it hell. Yeah. And, I, I think I think that I'm on the same page on the drums. Yeah. I think 67 just because it sounded like a bigger venue. Yeah. But, and also, I thought that it was much, um, I mean, obviously it was still like, you know, it was still dirty dead, but it was much like some stuff I hear from 1966 and it's like, you know, they're just out of the Beatles phase, you know? I see, I want to say like 68 or 69, but I feel like we would have noticed that with the percussion, right? Don't you think? I um, think so. And also, yeah. like, so, so, so those later 60s into 70, I mean, I, yeah. I didn't hear any keys in that part at all, but maybe I just no, wasn't no, listening. No. So um, I no, didn't I, hear I didn't any keys, which would have made it easier, because then we could have decided yeah. between the song. <laughs> I mean, you guys make sense. You do because uh, that initial thought was it does sound bigger. It does sound kind of better, as in more confident, right? I, I sixty six was like you say a little bit more experimental, or whatever. But you know, I don't know. You got. I'm going to stick with my sixty six, but um, the consensus is sixty seven. So I'm happy to go with that. <laughs> Very happy to go with the consensus. This is not my wheelhouse as much. Um, but I mean, we like I, we know that Pig's health declined, you know, starting in like 1970, 71. So definitely, I don't think it was that late. But then most of the stuff that I hear from 1967 is like, you know, sounds like sounds like somebody recorded it through like a milk carton or something, you know. Like usually, that, it's that like was a great the stuff I hear isn't that. Yeah, it was a great recording, but definitely like you know, Jerry's tone is kind of almost like scratchy, very mm -hmm. very garagey, you know. So I think, I think like 67, 68. But um, I, I definitely, it sounded like it was just uh, just Billy. Um. It was one drummer. Uh, I'm pretty, I'm 99% sure. And so let's, now that we know where we're at in our game, let's split our losses here, right? If I'm going 66 and you're thinking 68, and and you are right around there too, right? So let's. Yeah. I was we, at 67 as well. So 67. So right. So let's like put it down the line at 67 and like play yeah. the game. Yeah. Right? Yep. I'm in. Hedge it. That's it. 67. Ready? All right. Everyone agree? Locked in. Yep. All Does right. anyone object? <laughs> <laughs> I, I asked for dramatic purposes, but last I time, object. uh, yeah, Cooper did object <laughs> and he like, you know, uh, whatever. Uh, okay. So 19, I object. Uh, I think, I think it's late 66. <laughs> December 66. Oh, I'm man. very, very happy to go go with 67 for sure. Okay. Oh, yeah, I think I think I think it's and safer. God, if we're any later than Cooper, damn. Next time we play this game, it's just Cooper could just play. Even if we're on a no. team, we'll just take <laughs> all of the dashes. If it's any later, he's he's the winner. No, no, I think you're I think you're spot on. I think especially with the percussion 
All right, 1967, locked in. It was Turn On Your Love Light at Seattle Center Arena on January 24th, 1971. Oh, no. <laughs> the king. Oh. You are the king. Surprise. Surprise. That was kind of no satanic. No way. Me, I will say. So, no way. So no, Mickey was out of the band by then. He wasn't actually. He was it was a week before he, he wasn't. Left. He, it was like or a couple weeks before he left. Uh, Mike, you have so, a good poker face, dude. You're you're kind of messed up. <laughs> yeah, guys, totally. You do have a really good poker face. That Thank is, you. Uh, Thank you. Wow. Holy shit, guys. Damn. I did not hear any keyboard on that recording. No, I no, mm-hmm. no. And so, oh man. Thank you, Cooper. You're amazing. Sorry, we let you down no, so that's terribly. That's okay. No, we, I was on the same page with you guys. I, <laughs> I was like, it was, sounded so strong because, you know, Pigpen's last tour was like, you know, uh, spring of 1972. So it's like you wouldn't have expected him to sound like he was in his heyday a year before that. I don't know. I was with you. <clears throat> Tom left the band in mid in summer 70. So that was just yeah. Pigpen. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, probably he was just singing and he would left his keyboard behind. That was probably why. <laughs> yeah. There's like notoriously no keys on that. Like you listen to Skull and Roses, which is like from like that spring 71. And it's like mostly just like they overdubbed the uh, organ on that because he would just wasn't playing as much. But he would wow. get up there and sing. So thank you so much, guys. It's been such a I love that. You yeah. Mike. This has been a really educational <laughs> kind of event. Uh, really enjoyed like listening to everybody else's perspective on it you know Me too. Um, it really helped Absolutely. it really helped i like the team format it's it's real fun thanks yeah. yeah it is appreciate that and you guys finished with a score of seven five songs seven years off in total really well done all right we'll subscribe to guest of the year on apple Podcasts and spotify for all the show links including our youtube channel go to guestoftheyear.net and if you want to be a contestant on the show, sponsor the show, or make comments and ask questions, email us at info at guesttheyear.net. Shout out to Dylan for drawing the posters. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks to the amazing tapers whose recordings made this show possible. Thanks to all of you for playing. And remember, it's all one song anyways. And I bet you good night. Good night. Good night. And I bet you good night. Good night. Good night.